I want to share with you a little story that has been coming up a lot in current client sessions. And it's with regards to the speed of your ability to physically and possibly emotionally heal. Now, many of us do not know, and I would probably say 95% of the population in this world does not understand that your perception of reality actually impacts the damage that an injury causes to your body. Now, if you want to know more about this, I would highly recommend you watch the movie slash documentary, What the Bleep Do We Know? Um, watch it many times over, and if you can, get a hold of the extended version, which is What the Bleep Down the Rabbit Hole. Now, the reason I say that is because it shows how, A, quantum physics proves that our beliefs are creating the reality that we are experiencing literally proves, okay? And on top of that, that matter, physical matter carries a charge. So when say for instance, right, their example in this movie and you can probably go look it up, look up basketball scene and what the bleep. When they show the basketball bouncing on the floor, they go in like on a micro uh molecular level and they show how the uh the charge of the two, uh, the two uh, things, which would be the floor and a basketball, because of the charge that they carry actually repel each other. So when they come close to each other, it's almost like they repel each other enough to bounce off of each other. So nothing actually, not, listen to me, nothing actually touches anything else. No matter how much you think it's touching, it's the illusion of the connection that creates the belief that it's touching. Now, the reason I'm using this example and the reason I'm sharing this story is because we in our uh, gym portion of our holistic fitness center have a boxing area. So we actually coach a lot of clients in boxing, kickboxing, and we're picking up with Muay Thai as well. And one of my clients, every time she would go in to spar, she would get a bloody lip or she would get knocked really hard. And it's not just isolated with her, it's with other clients who are battling with emotional issues in just not, you know, not saying that they're like crazy emotional, but I'm just saying like we all battle with emotions, right? If we're dealing with just shit or stress or, you know, struggles in our life, like if you're bringing that into a sparring session, you're coming in like a victim. And when that punch lands on your face, your belief of being a victim will determine whether or not, like if you believe you're a victim, the damage that is done to your face or to your body is going to be harder than it would be if you went in there clear headed. Because what you're doing is you're accepting the punch as damage. You're accepting that hit as, oh yes, you're right, I'm a victim. I need to prove it by having something physical to show as proof. And we end up cutting, we, like the skin will get cut, we'll have a bruise left over because we feel like a victim. And so our body will respond like a victim. Now the first day that she went back into a sparring session with the power of her mind, she didn't get a bloody lip. She, get, she didn't get knocked up in, in, that, in that sparring session. She didn't get beat like she normally does. 
because she went in there understanding that matter is not actually touching anything at all. And it's her belief that determines whether or not she accepts the blow as an injury. Now, I want you to honestly give that some serious thought because if that is the metaphor for life, how many areas of your life are you accepting as you are the victim and you're allowing yourself and accepting, if not creating an injury or some sort of damage to your life because of the beliefs that you hold? Quantum physics shows us that all of that is just bullshit. And when we stop accepting ourselves as a victim, we stop receiving the damage that we think is being quote unquote caused to us by external forces. Let me tell you a little story about haters. And I'm gonna tell you this from personal experience because I too used to be one. It wasn't that, well, actually it was. Let's just not bullshit. I was a fucking negative person. It's why I was suffered from depression. It's why I had chronic illness. It's why I was obese. I pointed my finger in blame at everybody else because I didn't want to take ownership for the fact that I was just fucking up my life. Now, haters. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. Haters are going to show up when they're pissed off at you for living the dream that they're too chicken shit to take action on. Now, I say this completely lovingly, and this may sound a little bit harsh, but this is truth, okay? It's going to sting. Truth will only sting and will only hurt when you know it's true, okay? When you know that you need to hear it. We all know that. So, there are going to be days when you decide that you want to step up your game. You want to make a powerful change in your life. Something about your life just isn't working anymore. And you say, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. I'm going to go change. But now you've got a group of friends around you who's flaking on their dreams, flaking on their commitments, doesn't believe in themselves, has doubt about what's truly possible. And they're too busy pointing the finger and blame at everybody other than them that when you finally step up and into your power and all of a sudden you're creating greatness, now they hate on you. Now they hate on you. And it sucks. Totally sucks. It sucks because these people you thought were your friends. You thought they were by your side. You thought that, you know, you guys were in it to win it, ride or die. And then they come with the right hook out of nowhere. And you're like, what the hell just hit me? Now, Haters are a sign, A, that you're going in the right direction because haters only appear when you are creating change in your life. Because now what's happening is things are starting to shake up. Uh, if any of you guys have ever listened to Abraham, Abraham Hicks, uh, publications uh, all over YouTube and um, the books are incredible as well. But Abraham says that when you are going in one direction, and you decide you've got momentum in this direction. And even if it's like a really crappy direction, you decide you don't want to go in that direction anymore. And you decide you want to go in a different direction. It's like you literally just slammed on your brakes and turned your car. And everything inside of your car goes flying, right? Into the dashboard, into the side windows, maybe into the back of your head. 
This is what it feels like when you decide to change the course of your life. And when something hits you in the back of the head, yeah, it's probably a hater. Because you are challenging their agreements that they've made about who you are, about who you think you are. And you're forcing them to challenge the agreement that they have made with themselves. And if they're slacking on their goals, and if they're slacking on their commitments, and they're slacking on their dreams, they're hating on you because they don't feel like they're worthy of the success that you are out there creating for yourself. And they're going to say, oh, you're just luckier than I am. You're smart enough. You're prettier. You're richer enough. You're more privileged than I am. Bullshit. Bullshit. There is no such thing as luck. There is only perception, perspective, and your desire, your drive, your passion to take action each and every day despite the fucked up situation that you might be in. Regardless of the obstacles that you might face, it's going to be your perception and your commitment to, to sustain momentum, your commitment to, to, to reach that outcome that will create your success. And if haters come, let them come because a human will only complain when they know they can do something better and when they, they know that they can challenge their own life. They can create something better in their own life and they will only complain because deep down inside, they know it's true. Now, when I was a hater, because there was a very long period of my life that I was a hater, I was a hater because I grew up most of my life obese. I had chronic illnesses um, and I was diagnosed by three different doctors to go on Prozac over the course of quite a few years in my life. Never took it, thankfully. Um, not to say that there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying it was not for me because I didn't want to become a zombie. I didn't want to become numb to the emotions that I was feeling. I wanted to understand them and hopefully try to resolve them. So during the time that I was a hater, I looked around at other people and I didn't realize that I had spent so much time and so much effort using my free will against myself. And I was punishing myself on a daily basis for not being what I thought they were. So when I would make money, right? So for a prime example, I actually started working when I was in sixth grade. That was when I got my first actual job. Uh, and I got my first paycheck from a catering company. I was like 11, 10 or 11, something like that, right? And at that time, I took the money and instead of doing anything smart with it, I bought junk food. And it perpetuated over the course of all of the years that I continued to work through the end of high school. Every last cent I had went to buying crap I didn't need and junk food. I was eating myself to death. In my mind, I was in this mindset that I don't have enough because I was perpetuating this belief that I am not enough by buying more junk food, numbing my emotions with the food, right? I didn't want to do drugs. I didn't want to have the drugs to numb me with Prozac, which the doctors kept trying to give me. I was doing it with food, not realizing I was doing it with food, but it I would eat enough to make me pass out. 
But because I never had any money, I would blame rich people for being more privileged than me, right? Which I see so many people do. They buy crap, shit they don't need. They spend money on food that is horrible and toxic for them. They spend countless dollars on medical bills and uh, prescription medications when they get sick, but they don't take into consideration that, they're, that they need to be making an investment in their health, right? And that it would cost a lot less. So people who are in this constant state of blame and pointing the finger at, at everybody else, that was what I was doing. I was that girl who would look at somebody who was skinny or fit in shape, and I would, like, literally, this was my internal dialogue, that fucking bitch, I bet she didn't have to work for it. My genetics are just so bad that I'm just gonna be fat for the rest of my life. That was my internal dialogue. Sucky, right? And maybe many of you who are listening to this probably feel the same way. At some point in my life, I had to take ownership for the fact that I was eating shitty food Right? I could sit and I could blame it on genetics, but the fact of the matter was I was eating freaking Carl's Jr. almost every day. Right, I was putting junk food into my body. There was one day I actually ate an entire box of Apple Jacks with fat-free milk, of course. Right, I made myself so sick, I, can, I can't even, like to, to this day, I can't even stand the smell of them. But that's what I would do. And I would still point the finger and blame that it was somebody else's fault or my genetics fault that I was obese. This is the mindset of a hater. Using free will against themselves to forget how to be resourceful and to look at their current resources, the things that they have, and to find a way to A, fucking be thankful for that shit because if you don't have gratitude at the end of the day, there you've got nothing. You ain't got shit if you can't be grateful, right? And number two, use what you've got. Use what you've got. Every single person has some sort of gift that they can share with the world, whether it just be going out and freaking passing out free hugs. Whatever it is, when you start using your gifts to serve others, that's when you become resourceful and things begin to shift. Your experience begins to change. 